Welcome to this episode of Not Your Average Amigos. I'm here with Big Bob McCullough and our very esteemed close personal friend, Mike Dubs, Pastor Mike Dubs. And very special today, guest. Special guest, uh, yes. And we're glad to have you here. We went through a few technical issues, which took uh, a few moments to figure out, but now we're on track. And, and Mike is on site at his church in North Carolina, which is right really behind, cool. Yeah, you have great, great, great to be with you guys. Thank you. Great to have you, Mike. So he's we not—he's not a virgin. Am I allowed to say that while you're in a church? He's not a virgin to this podcast. I'll give you—I'll give you a pass at this time of year. That's sort of you'll one give of the me latitude. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a virgin to this podcast because he was on with us at the uh, the four hour epic Teak Open podcast. He's the only guy I know of that listened to the entire four hours. He did. And I was very, very um, taken back by that and, and impressed. Best four um, hours of my day. That's because he had a 10-hour uh, a drive yeah. somewhere, probably. <laughs> and he ran out of shit to listen to. Dude, dude in chunks. So um, so I was, we were asking before we kind of had to fix our technical things. Um, you had mentioned, I mean, you're going to have to repeat this. So I was, it was, a fast, I think, a cool story because I was saying how you know, very rarely in your life do you find you, you have friends or people you're close to that are, um, you know, either heavily involved in their faith. Um, and there's a lot of lapsed, you know, Christians, there's a lot of lapsed Jews that I know and so forth and so on. But I have a close friend who's becoming a Catholic deacon. Pretty impressive. And I know you, Mike. So tell me again, just I know it's a repeat, but uh, tell us again your story. You'd start it and on your path to where you are today, back in Pennsylvania, take it from there again, if you don't mind. Okay, yeah. I was a manager of Scott Township, which is a municipality just north of Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I didn't tell you this in the first take of this, but I, I turned 37 years old, which was sort of a trigger in my life because my dad died when he was 37 years old. And I was doing a lot of searching like whether I was doing what God wanted me to do. And luckily one of the supervisors came to me and accused me of not putting the township first in my life. And I said, I plead guilty to that, but I sure put it a whole lot higher than I should. And effective immediately, here's my two week notice. And I didn't know what I was going to do. They all wondered what job I was leaving to go to. And I said, I don't have anything. I don't even have a resume. And then, um, uh, but I knew I felt this feeling I was going to land on my feet. I had no fear about uh, what was going to happen. And I ended up as a youth pastor in the United Methodist Church in Millville, Pennsylvania. And then from there, progressed through um, the, the stages I needed to get to to, be, to get a pastoral appointment. And then I pastored for seven years in Mount Union, Pennsylvania, uh, before my relocation down here to North Carolina. Wow. So what happened to the Scott Township manager that <laughs> wanted you to... Dedicate yeah. your life to Scott Township. How many, how many, what's your viewership? He's a county commissioner now in Columbia County. No way. <laughs> really? Did he actually yeah. say that? Yeah. Wow. wow. You got to put Scott Township first in your life, Dubs. Correct. You didn't know that when you, you signed up? Uh, I still don't know that. <laughs> but you know, and both, both your current position. I hear that position. a lot, though. Both, both, both of these Scott positions are, are calls to service in a matter of speaking, I'm sure. And if you got paid at the prior position a little bit differently, but I mean, that, that's a big thing. And you jumped out of that and what you're 
what you became is obviously um, way, way greater calling. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like, I'm not saying you want to say, Hey, I showed you, but that wasn't the idea behind it. But it's like, well, you know, I'm going to show you what, I guess maybe a little bit more about what the calling is about and serving people. Yeah. A little well, bit. you should dedicate your life to right. buddy. Yeah. We actually, years, years later, we actually uh, walked around the Bloomsburg fair together and he apologized uh, that he had bad information at the time. And I, totally forgave him. And I said, if not for you, I may not be on this path and I'm where I'm right. supposed to be. So I thanked wow. him. I actually thanked him for what he did. That's a great story. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've a, I've a, I have was a, writing him off after that, but now I'm, I'm good <laughs> with him. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a cousin, my two cousins are uh, my, my first cousin and her husband uh, live on like Lake Wiley outside of it's more on the side, right over the border into South Carolina. Anyway, visiting them, she's been very, uh, uh, very active and very, um, devout, uh, you know, in her, her religious, uh, studies in her, in her life. And I think she might have, might've gotten either a doctorate in theology, theology, believe it or not, just for the heck of it. That's where she goes. She presented me with a book that the pastor at her church and her, his wife wrote. And I'll be honest with you, the theme of the book was forgiveness and the, the word, you know, to read this book, it's an amazing thing. And I'm, I'll shoot it to you guys afterwards if you are interested. But um, like you just said, you forgave this guy. And to me, that was one of the major things we've lost as humans is the ability to forgive each other and forgive ourselves. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well said, oh. Chuckles. I know. Well, good. Thank you. All right. Next, Bob. <laughs> so, Dubs, I thought Bob. you went into uh, religion for the money. Oh yeah, that's that, that's the under <laughs> undercurrent. I, I, I don't like talking about that, but yeah, that, that was Dude, for the reason. Not when I have a full mouth of beer, man. That that's would not funny. be a good screenshot of me spitting beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now you had you uh, you kind of jumped the gun last time that you're now going into education of our our youth, um, which is interesting because one of the kind of subcurrents of our show is generation uh generations and differences between generations so i believe uh, yeah, i could i could fairly call you a baby boomer maybe like the very end of the baby boom very end yes yes like the last year and or so. and so chuck and i are just at the beginning of gen you x just call me old. you just called me you old have the millennials which way. are gen y and yeah. your gen z which is our yeah. kids so yeah well yeah, yeah i did because you're very you're at the very end right you're, you're only a couple older. years older than us but it could be very different you know in our upbringing even with those couple years that's why they do the generation thing but more interestingly um you mentioned um i don't know if it was on this clip or the other but there's other churches that do uh, the, better with the ones that i know of that are doing really well are what are they doing like that's uh, different like a praise band people, style of worship where it's um, get uh, people in. it's music is the main difference and that appeals yeah oh yeah We've we've tried. Uh, we have right. a nine o'clock service which, that's uh, a little right. more contemporary. We have a praise band. I play bass your church, in the praise band. Um, but you know the 
I don't want to use like a right. stereotype, but Very like cool. people look at our church and it's an older church and they just think, well, that's more traditional. It's not the new style or whatever. But right. You got to right. get that marketing going. You got to get out there at the at the in front of the church and have someone holding a, one of those sandwich <laughs> boards and saying, "Come in here, man. This is where we're gonna rock and we're gonna kick some ass." Well, you know, man. I heard. I, th I feel like somebody's volunteering to do that. I could. You know what? I. I you know, I could send down. I was gonna say uh, before my son uh, came came out to us recently, and not the way you think. Um, I was raised Methodist and my children were baptized Methodist and we have had um, not enough interaction with the church of late that we should, but my son is 19 and decided um, he's at Westchester pursuing a music career uh, in classical music and composition and maybe eventually film scoring anyway. any. Part of that, I think, kind of came to this conclusion. He's not a partier. He's not into the scene. And he met someone, uh, a friend, who's Catholic. So he's now converting to Catholicism, air quotes. And like I said, my friend, he's becoming a deacon up the street. It's a good mix. It works really well. My friend's really, just like everybody here, down to earth and cool about hopefully things in life. Um, not yeah. too, too rigid or strict. So, um yeah, I was going to hope and have Luke on this. His name is Luke. Good name. Um, yeah, right. Uh, and hope, hopefully have him come on and maybe tell his story. And he's a little reluctant right now. He's kind of busy. He's doing some stuff tomorrow for he is hired by a local church to play organ. And he wrote a hymn. I'm telling you, this is full bore. So I'd like maybe someday, uh, Pastor Dubs, if you would come back on the show, I can convince my son because I think he's telling a story of kids that are not interested in the mainstream. They're not interested in um, partying necessarily. That's not their thing. And he's taking a more traditional approach, but he's, he's not throwing it in anybody's face. He's just doing it on his own. I, and it was quite shocking to us. We said to all, both our children, if they choose a path that will support them and this is his path. So I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just saying, you know, um, he decided to pursue Catholicism. So I, I don't know if that's helping your cause at all, but I think it is a little bit because I think yeah. kids today are finding maybe hopefully this is a path that they may I know not everyone in my circles is going to agree with me bit, on this. You know but I mean, and I, they're, they're I missing fully, something in their lives uh, and they feel they need a little more him connection for that. maybe. You know, uh, realizing this not way. that I'm saying Catholicism is better than the Protestant side, but it's it's there's so much more in common than there is different. And people don't want to hear that. They ask me, what's different? And I say, well, actually, we're more the same. And that's not what they want to hear. But I, I think God right. someday is going to be I, – I, one of the questions I fear God asking is, why was there so much attention paid to the sign on the door? Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's right. Did you ever want to put your arm around him, Chuck, and just say – you could pick an easier religion. Um, well, that was the thing. I here's something interesting though. Uh, the the Protestant faith, uh, generally speaking, is a little bit interesting because there's so many different ways to practice Protestantism. Oh, yeah. yeah. Versus, okay, if you're Jewish or um, you know even Muslim or your or or Catholic, it's a little bit more homogenous, I think, in that respect. Um, 
and that's maybe the rub for some people. Maybe Lou, my son doesn't like a lot of choices. <laughs> he I, maybe right. he focuses on one thing. And you're right. The path for him, just like being a deacon. My mother-in-law was a deacon at the UCC church up in Bethlehem, and she didn't have to go through two years at a seminary to get uh, we have the whatever title, credentials we have that title you need of deacon to be. Here you know what I mean? So it's, a, too, it's a pretty no, serious there's calling. There's no extra education. It's and just it's a little different path. As you're right. Member it's, of the it's, faith it, community, and that's all there is. Yeah. Sure. Right. That's what my mother-in-law did. And there's responsibility, of course, but you sign on. If you do commit, you commit to anyway. You're right, Bob. Um, my, my son picked a, a little bit more of an arduous path. A challenge. Yeah, it's going to be challenging for him. And, right. But I, I talk to him a lot about it. I don't, you know, I like to learn more. And it's interesting because now as a young adult, he, I'm, I am learning, you know, I'm, I'm finding out what he knows. And, right. uh, well, I can't be, I can't complain because it's, there's a lot worse. I mean, not worse. I mean, there are things he could be doing that could hurt him and, and be negative. That's great. And he chose a positive path at his stage of life. And maybe it's a new beginning. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll so see. dubs, you're, you're okay, moving so to, I look at that um, as just a bigger calling. I'm staying here at the church. I'm not the leaving local high the church. School. Tell us a little uh, bit about that. But we're having some, we're having some budget issues, uh, COVID put us back to square one. Uh, oh, great. Yeah. Uh, it's a very difficult. And we haven't really recovered from that. And I, I started here part time. And when I started, I right. said, if it ever is necessary that I return to part time, I want the I want the uh, availability to do that. So I've asked to go back to part time because I've been offered a job teaching the Bible at a public school, which is kind of unheard of. It happens, but only about 2% of the high school population in our country uh, gets a chance to do that. Yeah. Right. That's interesting, too. I mean, church and state, I'm sure, to some degree, but at least <laughs> yeah, I, I would you say are, that's true. Yeah. I, I would assume it's a little bit easier to make that happen than maybe in Philadelphia and places in Penn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And but I, what, what there's, I mean, I always felt that in schools, if you offered a program, it would be voluntary. It's not required. If you want to, if you want to participate, it's there. Like, like anything. One of the know, interview and, questions and was, some what kids are you going to do for if this? a teacher maybe they from don't school feel comfortable in their says, own I don't think Bible should be taught in it. public school. You know, so. And my answer was, well, it is an elective. So the kids that are, are taking it want it. And as long as there's kids that want it, I'm happy to be providing mm -hmm. it. Right. Yeah. That's a I great think, answer. Yeah, that's a fantastic answer. And why don't we do this right. more often? What's wrong with electives? Let these kids want to choose. They're going to choose anyway. We, you know, once they get to get to a certain age, my daughter is an example. Once they get to that age, forget it. Meaning you've done your job to the best you can. You're just trying to keep them from imploding at this point. Meaning they yeah. made their minds up. They know what they want to do. And you just guide them more that, you, you know, so I, 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 yeah, kids know what they want in some ways. My, uh, if either one of my sons wants I'm gonna to work convert on to Corey any religion, I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty open to that discussion because at least they'd be doing I've something. Never met, number I've one. never met Kalen. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. He's been to Kalen already. Yeah. Hey, no, that, that one. <laughs> if you can part the Red Sea, you can work on Kalen.
Well, I think we but, need a ro- we'll uh, for a future note put a put a pin in this for a, oh yeah a, we'll a get road Cabo trip. on here yeah well no a road trip oh road trip me okay. and Bob will get in the Winnebago okay whichever we call that and we'll road trip down to you Dubsy and do this on site it's not a problem for me it's not so much a problem for me either actually I I okay. find myself at this stage of life having a little more time there there you go and I need also I also need a break yeah from what so um. Just getting back to your point about um, teaching in the school. So I would say we went through this whole process with this podcast where we were attempting to be political and not political uh, at the same time. And um, let's just say Chuck and Big Bob lean a little further left than than maybe Dubs does. Um but I totally agree. I mean, I've always like thought if we didn't have religion, it would just be total mayhem. Like, yeah. there's got to be some checks and balances. Can't just be governments like putting these moral things in. compass. There has to be, you know, some ethical standard set by something. And I think, thank you, moral compass. Exactly. I think that'll do a lot of good. I really do. I'll say. Let me, I'm really happy. Pause for me. You. Let me wipe a tear away. Yeah. 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 So okay. uh, let's emotional mo- moment of bonding. <laughs> Hold on. Oh boy. Oh yeah. I'm going nice. back to. This. So uh, yes, sir. On a lighter note. I brought out the Basil Hayden. The Can you see it? Oh, not oh, the toast. Yeah. No, just the have you had that one, Dubs? The toast. <laughs> Basil Hayden toast. The toast is really good. It's. I think it's more like a beginner for a beginner. But anyway, sorry, digressing. So let's go let's go there for a second. Uh obviously some whiskey Which way do I bourbon lean? drinkers and I you know in the end I'm gonna go I would lean towards bourbon any day of the week. Um uh dubs, so, I'm a Yeah, I'm a so guess. what's your what's your what right? Oh let's go three. I have to step out of this because I, I know. Well, let's go three. For sure. Three. For me, you're, for you're, me it's your top, your middle, and your low. So you're, you're uh, just everyday bourbon, one, your middle, One, because and your I love the, the whole story of it when I toured uh, Buffalo Trace. And then, okay. and then there, you, you talk about needing. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, then, there you, you go. Know, you talk about marketing. Is, you can't is that find your it anywhere. Grail? So you, is that your holy there's grail? There's a huge like, black market for it. And. People pay ridiculous money for it. Um, probably mm. the the Basil Hayden he just right. held up would be my number two. Um, Angel's Envy's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I was gonna really? say Angel's Envy's Angel's Envy's good. What about Angel's Envy? I am in a church. Yeah. Jesus. All right. You're in a church, so maybe well, throw Angel's Envy a little bone. Yeah. I mean, I was going to go with, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit out of the, your your league. I mean, a Buffalo Trace, uh, a Blanton's, yeah, I've heard of and I've never had, but. I'll tell you uh, what, you know. My, my, it, my lower uh, echelon go-to. Evan Williams door is, is a real, Mark. Uh, very easy to get, very inexpensive, but oh, they yeah. make a small batch called 1789 or something. I, I get the numbers mixed up. But the yeah, Evan yeah. Williams small batch seventeen something is really good. Hmm. Yeah.
Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I can't. I we can't, Buffalo Trace yeah. in Pennsylvania is very for just an example, and maybe like a. The, some and of I, these things are just impossible to find. They're they're only at exclusive high end. Believe it or not, Pennsylvania now has. A I high discovered end. Evan Williams. That's why you. Li- that's because you live in a communist country of Pennsylvania. Me, I was like, ooh, that's really good. Well, better. Alcohol. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come back to that house. Hope for the right reasons. Uh, so the, the 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 pastor likes like to partake in the bourbon, but that's okay with the church, right? And everything you just don't uh, want to like. You know, I always you know gets. I'm one of my favorite arguments <laughs> is defending the fact that the like sin Bob is just not. Did. You don't want to get sleepy about it. See, though, <laughs> so if I start drinking bourbon to the point that I'm stumbling in here on Sunday morning, falling down, I would be the first to start the yes. hanging party. Um. Probably right. not. You probably wouldn't be the first preacher to stumble into their church. Yeah. If, if yeah, didn't they, if didn't, not invented, they certainly wasn't it like the monks uh, that invented beer or oh, yeah. something like that yeah, or yeah. alcohol yep. fermentation. Right, yeah, but also that was a twofold process. I think. It, if I'm it, what was their angle on that? Get people drunk so they join the church. They could make money. Somebody said, "Hey, we could do better than this." Mm. Uh, they could sell. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Look, you know. Little the, did they know. Little did they know. It man. would be used to pick up chicks at the bar on Saturday night. Not IP. Not the stuff they made. <laughs> maybe they, maybe some of it early. But I think today, I think they've stepped up a little. They they've raised the bar. All right, drinking, I'll clean it up. Drinking jungle juice and uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. So anyway, um, yeah. So you're going to be teaching the youth. Well, how do you feel about that? How have do you go, interacted how do we with go the from youth? The, uh, to, so you're going to be let's teaching say, the youth. Oh, Gen okay. Zers yeah. of the world. I mean, uh, you've met my son. The school where where I'm going we're not to be good teaching, on the segue. Uh, I've been their football announcer no, that for the just, past two seasons, yeah, and very I'm abrupt. in my second season as their basketball announcer. So I have met uh, some of the athletes, uh, male and female. The oh, I right. do both male and female basketball. So uh, the uh, I've met some of the athletes. So they, I'm not a stranger going in where yeah. I don't know anybody. And then most of the coaches that I've met and interacted with are also faculty. So. Um, right. I, I have some connections going in, which is good. Great. So if you if you need like all right, um, so believe it or not, that's not why I sought you out. Uh, the other the other course I have during the day is broadcasting, so I sought <laughs> you out because of this podcast deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Oh, that's right. When, okay. you, when you road trip yeah. down, we'll I'll let you sit in and sit in on the class. Maybe and you'll learn something. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll leave our transgressions for another conversation. Right. Come on. Bob's right. been here. You I've given it. Bob the microphone. That's the deal. I'm coming, down, to. I'm coming down to see you preach. Yeah. And that too. Oh, he yeah. Said, I'll, I remember. He said that's to right. the entire congregation, Bob, what, what, what I'm just glad he didn't make me do Viking dinner. I don't know. That was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, right. You know, I did say that. 
<laughs> and every last parishioner said, what? Except for the one tea guy. No, they kind of got it. I think they kind of got it. Viking dinner. Okay. <laughs> well. And all you got to say is, just do the visual. But, yes, no. Mike brought me into the, the teak world. Took care of me. Did you? Now, wait. Go Mark back. Because you guys will do a little but I was his Hageman. here. Sure. Who got who got you to to teak, Bob? Mark Emsweiler. Oh wait, but weren't you and Mark from the same high school? We went to the same high school, right. and I was playing basketball. So they were all doing. Um, Mark pledged before me. Well, you guys were the same even, age, same same year high school. Class? Yes, same year. All right. right. Uh huh. So just picture Mark getting in my face, like. Okay, if you're going to join a fraternity, you're going to join Teak, Bob. You're going to go to none other, no other one. He didn't say Bob. He said, "Listen here, Butch." Yeah, hey Butch, hey, hey buddy, Butch. hey buddy. Here's the deal. No, it wasn't this like that. He sold, do. he sold the fraternity. Brought you know, other guys that he was pledging with, he brought them by. You know something? Some of these um, guys uh, yeah. were probably ahead of their time, and same as you, Dubs. Yeah, you know, it was a great. I mean, Sparks. Ahead of their time. Not only did he recruit people, he ran our, you know, he was washing I out feel really guilty plastic about cups that after parties I, to I, use I, them I again the next day. <laughs> Frugality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's a lightning bolt coming down. What I remember you? him, um, so, yeah, we thought we him switching stuff. the caps on the kegs. So yeah. we would have like a premium beer night. And <laughs> we thought we were drinking good stuff. We were drinking shit. I knew. For, I remember that, dude. Because yes. we got six. He got eighteen dollars. Like sixteen or eight, something like that. Sixteen or seventeen or eighteen dollars a keg. It was under twenty bucks a keg. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. It's I peels. love that guy. I love him. I just peels. saw him. He was just at um that thing on Saturday. at Tony's Christmas party. Yeah, I got. I saw him and his wife. Wow. And got to talk to him a little bit. I I see him every year at the. Hey, this is a Tico this is a perfect segue and, moment. And, like when, uh, when thank people him like are intimidated me by the fact that I'm years. a pastor. Thanks, buddy. The way I break the ice is I say, "Oh, don't worry, God saved me." Yep. I was a drunken fraternity boy long before I went went into ministry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, I pledged under uh, Mr. Dubs. He was my hegemon. Pledge master. 14th associate class, which still is by far the best class that ever went through the system. Arguably. You, you, you Not even have, close. You Arguably the 14th someone, is the best. Some others that might disagree. There's a one lot of people. One of your, one of of your pledge brothers contacted me yesterday. And we're hopefully going to get together for dinner but I'm between sticking with Christmas it. and New Year's. No, think North Carolina. Buzzsaw. Drum roll. Yeah. Gooman. He's retired from teaching oh, at public school. The buzzsaw. Like many uh, All right. school teachers, awesome. he's now God. in full retirement teaching full time at a private school. No, no, he's teaching. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, most teaching teachers in, working at Walmart. Teaching in North Carolina. He found a lucrative deal like teaching. Like teaching in Pennsylvania, though. Yeah. Pennsylvania teachers unions are him. powerful. They, and he's, they, uh, they have a lot he does better the music uh, salary too. and benefits than down mm -hmm. south. 
Yes. Correct. Well, that's they'll hire a 60-year-old yes. pastor. Yeah, we, we it's probably <laughs> easier to get a teaching job at Down yeah. South, too, though. Yeah. Well, uh, that's I think true. I forget he, it this time. Who's used to being a fraternity? Look, every. You probably every, didn't put that on your resume, did you? <laughs> yeah, there, there's going to be a huge, uh, a, a huge funny. need for teachers in every state because a lot of people are getting older right. and tiring. You know, and then there's no reason to keep them if they're if they can bring on a young person anyway. They, See, yeah, should, take a good look at how little hair we need to have now, a follow up with Dubs after yeah. he starts teaching. Yeah. See how he feels about the new generation. Uh, most of the, the, the last <laughs> yeah. two basketball games, kids have. You'll probably find saying, them incredibly fabulous. Here? And uh, I said, "Yep." So. Like I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we were talking about this the other night. Um, I went over to Kevin's. We went out to dinner and see Kevin Bennett. And um, I was there. And Chuck, yeah, Chuck was there. And we were all talking about this a little bit. And, uh, you know, I have Gen Z kids. So do you, Chuck. So do you probably, Mike. Maybe close to millennials, but it doesn't matter. Younger kids. And... They seem to like figure it out, you know, like at first everybody was giving millennials a bad rap, but now I I love the millennial mindset. Like I, I'm really trying to be a millennial (laughs) where it's just like, you know, I don't have to work that hard. Yeah. Like we were brought up that we had to work so hard. Like it was like the guy at Scott Township. You have to dedicate your life to this job. That was our generation. And we did work hard. And a lot of guys, you know, have been very successful in in our generation through the fraternity and everything. And, and, you know, definitely raised families. And and it's a lot of hard work. But then, you know, you're thinking, could it possibly be done without all that sacrifice? You know, sacrificing time with your family and... And those type of things. I, so I think they kind of got that figured out. Probably thinks they have parts of it figured know. out. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I, I think we're all. It's like denominations. I think we're all a lot more similar than we are different. And but everybody right. wants to focus on the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Right. True. Right. It's more like the human nature to figure it out. Look, if we can like spend. That. Four quality hours a day in flow states where we accomplish great things without interruption and we make something happen and then that makes the world better. That's where we all win. But when you spend eight hours a day, and I get it, face-to-face can be important in a lot of jobs. and some jobs, you have no choice. But, uh, you know, we, we waste a lot of time in our day in many different ways. So if we just, yes. you know, we work harder at saying, and what I think Bob's saying about the young generation is their, gen, their attitude is, well, that was one job. I'm on to the next and to the next and to the next. And they're not, they're not worried about being married anymore to a company. Why? Think about it. There are no more pensions. Pensions are gone, decimated. And so that's not holding anybody at a job. Maybe benefits, maybe. Um, and these kids are like, look, man, if they can keep their expenses down, if they don't live the champagne life on a beer budget, I think most, like my son, my son has, 
little to want for anything except for things he needs for his program at school, which is piano and all that. And those things he wants will come many years from now because we're not buying a baby grand piano for him, but we're buying other things for him that he needs. But he, other, otherwise, he doesn't need a lot. And he's realizing yeah. that the trap is getting a car, getting a house, getting a mortgage. Yes. He, he doesn't want that trap. He's like, and I don't want him living in my basement forever either. But he also is like, I'll live below my means, man. I will start, not start. You know what I mean? Like It's like starving artist mentality, easy for him. But I think what Bob just said is, is so accurate that this new generation might, they will. might actually show us something later in their lives than what we thought they would show earlier yeah. in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I have, I have tremendous faith in human ingenuity and yeah. per- perseverance. Well, we're, we're at the precipice of some of the right. greatest technological advances, literally fusion yeah. technology and right. other technologies. That I hate it when I hear people say I'm just that look, the end I'm just of the world looking at coming. an iPhone screen. I hate it. Seeing the three you have stopped saying I've that. Seen involved in a they're, podcast, not, they're not so, thinking you know, hey, We're exceptions to the rule. <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly we have a thirst for knowledge and i think we we want it we want to evolve too i don't think we want to sit still waiting for inevitables which will come eventually someday we want to we want to live the crap out of this life and you know um i think we also have to realize as we've come through our our formative years Maybe or maybe my son's just way ahead of the curve, and back at Bob. I mean, we. All, I'm going to meet you because my my cousin Jean is so spiritual, and she's done a lot to help me in her own way. And just saying, I think the spiritual side of life comes back hopefully for all of us as well, and that's a bigger part because it, it plays a bigger part than I think we realize. And we. So Bob, it's up to you if you want to come over with me to the other. No, I'm just kidding, no. but I mean, I would like to. You know, I would like to see more people, you know, embrace this, you know, as far as, you know. Well, and, and you know, the church has kind of been its own worst enemy religion, in, in this area, too. We, the church hasn't always it, represented so. itself in the most positive light, which makes a lot of people go, whoa, why do I want to be anything to do with that? Uh, so that's part of it, too. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's traditions within the church, which are cool, and they should remain. But churches have to evolve with people, just like people are evolving, you know? Right. So if it takes them to be able, you know, to have a jam band in their church to get young people in, why not? I mean, what's mm-hmm. what's the issue with that? Um, unless the band is terrible, you know? <laughs> but yeah. I'm thinking they probably get some good bands. I know you're, you guys sound good. So there should be more people into that, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's my two cents. All right. So one thing I've going to come back to, I have my list here um, of things I wanted to talk about. And one was back at you, uh, Dubsy, that I always thought you were the one Teak brother, 100% guaranteed would be in stand up comedy the rest of his life. Ooh. And now you are someone who's in the, you, you're an orator. I mean, you speak to people and you present all the time. So you're probably excellent. Uh, those I skill sets are there, but it yeah. seemed like you were in, 
I know you did your Rodney thing, and it was the great, you know, the greatest the, moment. Still does. That's awesome. But I mean, my life you, you, less do you ever think ago, about that? The, do you ever wonder the what office. if? And the the I was having dental work done, and the dentist said to that the, the assistant, "Yeah, I'm gonna need an impression." <laughs> what? So I said, "I'm like I'm in the chair," and I said, "Well, it's kind of short notice, but here goes." Yeah, my dentist drives me nuts. Are you kidding? I told him my teeth are all turning yellow. He told me to wear a brown necktie. And the two of them started laughing so hard, they, they finally said, you got to stop. We, we got to work here. We have other people waiting. <laughs> so I still do that. Right. One, one time, one time in oh church. That's the greatest story in ever. In church, I didn't realize I even did it. That is but fantastic. I said, See, now you I said the phrase, so I got that going. It's all about timing, me. Dubs. And then my, something, something clicked in my head, and I went, which is nice. And then I stopped, and I said, if oh, anybody yeah. gets that, which is joke, nice. see me after church. I don't want to talk any more about it, but if anybody gets that, see me after nice. church. So, so I'm shaking hands in the back right. before COVID. I'm shaking hands. And, and this guy comes out, and as he shakes my hand, he leans in and goes, Did anybody? Gunga Nagunga. Right. So, yeah. So I still do that. Gunga. Gunga Nagunga. That's classic. So, yeah, I still do that. Gunga I, I had a, one of my church Gunga. folks in, in Pennsylvania Gunga. when I was in Mount Union. <laughs> Uh, after Easter Sunday, that's awesome. Came up and he said, "You know, you want to, you want to know the number one reason I love having you as my pastor." And I was like, "Absolutely." He's like, "I have a pastor that quotes Seinfeld on Easter Sunday." So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's big. That's big. As long as you don't talk, I just, I'm sure one of my I, youth I would kids only became a pastor. Suspect, and I, maybe, just maybe you could work it in some Festivus, reference uh, to Festivus. Message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote back, it, it, it's time for the airing of grievances. I'm pretty upset <laughs> with you people. I'll be getting this. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. <And> whole, yeah. <laughs> I always love the feats of strength. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the festivist so, poll, uh, we have a big, big Christmas Eve service so tomorrow Dubs, night. Uh, what are, you, what are your I'm plans for the holidays? In, uh, Community Congregational Church the of holiday Southern Pines show. Facebook. We're live okay. streaming it. We got a lot of upgrades to our sound system, and hopefully, it all sound it worked great yeah. in practice. You mm -hmm. know, knock on wood. But uh, so Christmas Eve tomorrow night, we have a huge uh, seven o'clock service with special music, and uh, I'll be playing the bass for two songs there and uh, candlelight the whole deal and then christmas falls on a sunday and we sunday is normal 9 and 11 sunday morning the yeah um there's a there's an right. original so Scott what, what songs original, are you playing the guitar you know? player at nine o'clock he wrote a off? song called no reputation and it's about jesus life how he's born in such low you know humble, humble beginnings and hmm, yeah. came basically with no reputation. Beautiful song. He wrote right. it. And then uh, his daughter, Maria is going to sing Mary. Did you know, those are the two songs that the band is doing. And then the choir, I'm in the choir now here and uh, we're doing the, some or oratory that a whole bunch of famous or fancy uh, Latin names that I really, I just 
I just sing along. I don't I don't really understand how fancy it is what we're doing, but pretty cool. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That'd be great. Awesome. Seven o'clock. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should Southern get the word Pines. out. There's a couple different community congregational churches. Seven o'clock. So throw the Southern Pines in there to make sure you get us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I can do. I can send the That'd link. Great. Right? I have the link. Wow, we might we might be blown. If you're up watching Facebook. it on live stream, you can. Now. You can't Let's come see. here and do it. <laughs> Are we allowed to drink during service? That's okay. That's I might hide my Mark Bodwin uh, wine sack behind the He's pulpit. He's not saying that people you guys don't go into the vestibule yeah. and have a. <laughs> That's what there I'm getting go. at. First exactly down. right. Yeah. Mark Bodwin would be out in the parking there, lot of we your took, church. We were hiking once. His hands like I, this. We took a picture and going, put it on yeah, Facebook. Boy, and I had, his wine I had water in it, mm -hmm. but I had the sack on. And Bodwin went nuts. He's like, <laughs> you still have the wine sack. Like, yeah, like, I'm a pastor now. There's water in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 sure. or, or sacramental wine or something, right? right? I mean, come on. Yeah, Mark, I, I, we've been, um, we, we're still very close and um, we get together and, and, and there's always, I said I was going skiing last year. I was out in Utah. <laughs> And he's like, did you pack your wine sack? You didn't answer the question. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it's a family trip out to Park City, up at altitude, dude. And yeah, Ooh. I actually have to admit, it, party foul. I, I think I've lost my actual wine sack. It's no longer with me. But I, but I have other things that work just as well. You know, I mean, I have a camelback and I can put that on the back of my back, strap it on and fill it through a fill. Full of uh, buffalo. You well, I wouldn't do that. It'll change your life. Full of make maker's mark or something. So, never had a wine sack. Maybe I should get one. Yeah, you yeah. weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> I just wear my alcohol around. You just throw your boons. Probably not a good there. idea. Probably not a good idea at you this point. This you, stage. There's other things you can do if you want to conceal yeah. conceal your liquor. If you're fishing or something, would be happy to have a little nip on it, probably. When are we, when are we fishing going fishing boat? again, Bob? We need to go fishing. Yeah. We need another fishing trip. You don't have a okay. you just put a anyway. Yeti in that boat. And... All right, so we're coming down to see you. Yeah, we're coming down to see you. Well, all right, Any little fishing? news here. A little late, gear? late right. podcast news is uh, Bob has another job. He's landed another job. So Blow it he off. is Let's working um, starting January there 9th for a company that's based in Tampa. Nice. We could go to Tampa. You're not extruding anymore? That is the extruding company. Okay. Yeah. They make okay. the machine instead of the, the meat. I gotcha. I'm I'm working for the machine company. But anyway, I'll be down there a lot. We can go down to season. Florida. I want to go to a little nine hour drive down to I Tampa. Go to a lightning game. Yeah. It's a lot what do you of think? You ready? Drive to hockey season. Okay. Cool. All right. You've how laid about, down the gauntlet. How about I'm going to make it happen? How about we fl fly down the Dubsies and then drive? Fly. Hey, you you could you could fly to Raleigh and Doug we're, will pick we're you on up, the road, you people. up for a night and then come down fly the down to Tampa and be <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god. 
Yeah. No. Doug Dieter? Yeah. Gotta get yeah, him we can on do this, that. Get him on this. But he'd want to go fishing. Is he a fisherman? <laughs> you kidding? Have a buddy from, hey, a speaking, buddy from of, speaking of Doug Dieter, though, back to the topic there. we were talking about, oh, you know, about I, the Catholic as long Church. As you have, Doug, you basic Doug's, equipment, you're good to go. Uh, ex-wife well, was Catholic. So they're, they're, they went to Catholic services, and Doug came up through the ranks. Like he was mm. reading, he was reading scripture in the Catholic Church. He was right. helping reading. He was helping the priest with communion. And then one day they asked, they mm. said, Are you even Catholic? And he's like, Hold on, wait no. a minute. Doug was reading. And, and like the he had he had to convert because yeah, he had to convert because he was doing all this stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's one of my favorite <laughs> stories. I told Doug how proud I was. I never heard that. I never heard that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, he had the cart a little before the horse, but he so he, he totally all, dedicated himself yeah. to Catholicism without. God's okay now. First. God's all. God's all settled down about it now. Yeah. yeah. That's that sounds like our boy. Right. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking in the end it's more symbolic, in the sense of you know the word. Okay. So anyway, so Doug converted to Catholicism. He practiced without a license yeah. for for years. Okay. But yeah. was, so you have that role model. He for was your son. he was practicing without a, without a license. Yeah. Right. Hey man, it's one of the greatest scams of all time. He's a good I dude. Am a you know, he's all right. He's doing knocker ball. He's doing real well at it. So yeah, no problem he's got with a really Doug. nice job. So how how is Doug doing now? Is he still doing knocker ball? And they're going great guns. Uh, wow. And then he's doing not. You should. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's going really well. We should probably and, have him on the show. So he's doing right. knocker ball on the that. side, like he should. And he has a son locally here in Raleigh, and his son does runs a lot of the events. And then one of his son's friends runs a lot of the events. So and it's going really well. He's doing really well. He'll be thrilled. I'll tell him you ask about. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. The older. Cool. The oldest son uh, is, that, is up in Philly now. That's the yes. middle son yeah. is helping him. And right? he just had a baby. Doug's a granddad. Son. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Older ones and married. Yeah, he's married. So, and, and so am I. Yeah. Watch what you say about granddads. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. If he's a granddad, I think we can have him on the show. No, we can have him on the show. Well, I'm I'm about, I was mentioning those cousins of mine. They're, they're a little bit older than us. They're 15. Well, they're now, and they're almost 70. And I think they're approaching great-grandchildren. I have, I have I went, three grandkids. Oh, the oldest wow. is five. So I'm nowhere near great can't imagine. They might, they might be. Maybe not. No. Yeah. No, you're good. No. You're good for a while. When you get to your 70s and 80s, though, that's when it starts to happen. Uh, that's not going to be me or Bob. Me and Bob might be. <laughs> right. We we old, really old men by the time our kids have kids. Uh, okay. My kids are not having kids. It's Ever? Even, Corey? It's not even a choice for them. Yes, you will. I never really met Corey, so is Corey yes, out of it? No kids. Why? No. Not Corey? Kalen, Kalen, Not under my watch. Kalen strikes me as Corey's maybe gonna he should somebody hold somebody's going to rock his world. Longer, yeah, like completely forever. Sure. And he'll end up with for now. three kids. I just saw him forever, but Corey, no. Yeah. It, it will. <laughs> Hear that, Bob? I'd be okay if, it, if that scenario played out as easily as that sounds. Okay. So Dubsy, Dubsy, you're, you. you're now you're now committed to a time. No, no, frame uh, next, it, five to ten. X. It's not going to be. It's not, not going to be what near time frame future. There. X to X, the next three, 
four or five. Because, yeah. I was going to say. Okay, five to ten love, sounds like a, a I, Well, eventually three kids. Five scenario. to ten, Corey gets married and uh, with, to a woman that rocks his world, and he has three kids. <laughs> hey, I'm in the church. I'm not allowed to gamble. Don't, don't, how much don't you got? How much that? you got on that? <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I just. Uh, you could help influence him, though. I'll the offer's spot, out there. Right. Dubsy, I'll spot you, Hundy. It's two two hundred for us, you and me, Dubs, against Bob. Done. It's a good bet. It's a, good it's a bet. worthy bet. But it's not. You it's didn't not make the bet. I made the bet. The and I would donate any money I win. My church or the Catholic the church? Half I would provide oh, mine. to go okay, to the church. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> oh, your church. Uh, we're. We're congregational, oh, no, yeah, I'm not which Catholic. most people better understand is non-denominational. But I'm I was Methodist. a United Methodist you, pastor what's your church? for seven years in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So we have well, similar backgrounds, and we have similar upbringings. Doesn't even even this is directed at Bob? It'll go to when your you church with I, truck. We win this. Isn't bet. there like um, <laughs> every qualifier in the world that it never comes to fruition? Okay. okay. I don't remember. I don't remember the details, but I do remember. Yeah. Yes, there was a bet that was not paid off on. Which it had something to do with Trump. I don't either, but there was a lot of back and forth about that bet. What bet is this? Yeah. Not leaving. Yeah. Oh, I said Trump leaving. He will never I'm leave. I'm sorry, everybody tuning in that I turned. No, he him did on not. This topic. Yes, he did. No, he did <laughs> not. He's gone. He just. He never. He never said he he never said he lost the election. Well, he did not leave. I will not disagree with that, but he physically left is what the difference yeah. is. This is always no, the semantics. We didn't, uh... He physically left. So the yeah, office. so if Corey does get married, thanks for bringing that up, child, by the way. Because yeah, what was that I bet? bet? We, that was we a lot of money, wasn't it? Yeah, there was some money on that. So, yeah, just to get you. Yeah. So about multiple children. Let's say Corey gets married. I will be happy if he's happy. And if that involves a beautiful woman and a child or many children, I will be happy. Yeah. For both sons. It's just. He didn't, he didn't start at Sandhills yet. Tough to see right now. Tough to see that vision of the future. They're not Carolina girls. Yeah. No. That's right. We're gonna get him down there to go to college. What's yeah? So wait, real quick. Corey's where now? Corey is at uh, community college here in New Jersey. Okay, cool. RCBC, and nice. he's really comfortable doing RCBC classes. Oh, there's a pretty picture. Yeah, thank you. Uh, wearing only his underwear and laying on a bed. Sounds so, like fun. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, you don't go on camera, do you? Sometimes, yeah. really, but um, yeah, he's been doing okay with that, and Good. now it's time to decide what he's going to do, you know, further on with his education. Cool, so we'll see. We're trying to get him to Sand Hills Community College down in uh, Southern We've Pines, about North it. Carolina. Wow, maybe Dubs get an associate's like degree there. Yeah, well. That has you know, been proposed in this in this wow. app. Like my picture is really small. He, got, he has a little help, but think proving I look to like do that to the, bald guy to in the Kingsman. 
Is, does, does that look like that to you guys or not? Mm. Okay. <laughs> you do kind of like him. A little no, but you look good. Up. I'm not fit. You I assure good. you, I'm not. You look yeah. good. You look fit. You look fit, and it's a great backdrop. And you, yeah, no one. Yeah, all Bob no, and her getting her. Like, yeah, I have like, like a are yeah, the back of the walls of her house and the ceilings, which are boring. But you have a yeah, an, an entire. The, look at that. It's beautiful. Not this, not that this, is beautiful. The church has been on this site and that's, since uh, 1895, but not to the this 1800s, building was built right? in 1929. Or before. Oh. 1895. Wow. Oh, okay. Beautiful. It is that's really amazing. nice. You should definitely, Chuck, we should get down there and you should experience it. It okay. is a great thing to do. Look, you had me at bourbon. I look forward to it. And bourbon. There's a lot of bourbon. Did Dave Taylor say that? My buddy Dave Taylor knows there's a lot of bourbon. So, Bob, we can do this. That's an easy drive. That's what, less than eight, less seven hours? Yes. (laughs) And we said, Dave, the the problem was that you drank all the bourbon within the first hour there. You tried it. He did his own taste test. Then he hit the bourbon wall. But anyway, yeah, it's like seven. You can make it in eight hours easy. That's easy. Get up it's at, a it's not a bad drive. Take time a little it, break in the middle. Time it so you're south Nothing. of Richmond. Pick me up at uh, six a.m. and walk. Right. Not in like there a. We go. We're coming, dubs. Rush hour. The spring. Yeah. Yes, we do that. We could also. We got it down. We could time it in the middle of the day too. Either way. Hey, look, man, just bring, you know, right. as long as, Bob, you might have more more of a, uh, if you can work remote, then that's great. Yeah, I'm working remote. Okay, so Always. we can, we can, I'm almost, I'm trying to do 50-50, so I can get off and do that. We can figure it out sometime in March, April. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do start, my, let's do start actually, planning. Do I bring my fishing rod or my golf clubs? Both. You don't want me to bring my golf clubs. And your can, Sunday clothes. I can fish. Yeah, I gave up golf. No, fishing I can do. Oh, well, golf. I could, I'd be and good. And golf does I'm not sure miss me in the least. I'm sure would be good if we just fished. <laughs> yeah, golfing. <laughs> the sport survived Golfing and I. <laughs> you better be golfing in April because I'm planning on it. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right, so listen, guys, we're we're at, we're coming up to an hour, so um, in the in the effort or the uh, to, to keep things on track time wise. Yes, what's your anybody, agenda from I'm gonna here turn on? It, we're gonna I'm gonna turn this over to uh, you, Bob, and then Mr. Dubs to tell us what they expect for the new year, what you're hoping for. This is probably the last podcast hmm. for this this year. So do I. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, for what's the happening? new year. Well, yeah. Do we? Do we? Well, I got a new job, and um, yeah, and Mike has a new job, so those are good. Do, those are big. Those do are we see? Big. Do we see new new paths starting to develop? That again, none of this doom and gloom, end of the world crap. Because we've been talking about this forever, and we're not going to go negative. So, yeah. do we see some? Do we see some things? Do you see, Bob? What's one thing you see? You mentioned before, maybe Gen Z or Gen or millennials, they, they're, they're redeeming your faith. There's something that you yes. say, 2023 will have struggles, but I feel we're 
moving into a new place and why? I think we always have struggles and I think we probably focus too much on those struggles and not the good. Um, you know, I, th I saw something on the news the other day about like all these mass shootings and everything, which are terrible and crime and everybody's great, you know, going nuts about crime. And the statistics are there's less, lot less crime now. Yeah. Um, yep. but everything, you know, that's bad's at the forefront. So, you know, I think that focusing on the good is the way to go. Okay. Which kind of feeds right into what I'm, I'm very Mike much looking for forward to 2023. Um, so, this job, so I'll segue uh, over to you teaching the Bible in public comes. school. I, I said to Donna, I could turn it down okay. and I could go along life as normal and it, everything would probably be okay, but I would eventually regret not taking the shot. I may hate it and the kids may drive me up a wall, but I, I can't walk away and not at least try it because I really feel God called me to that. Yeah. I think uh, it's something the kids need. It's, they, it's something they want. And just like that interview question, I'm glad to be the one giving it to them. And then the, the, uh, the broadcasting part, uh, Montgomery County uh, almost needs – one of my friends is an assistant football coach, and he's the head basketball coach, and, and he came from here. Uh, with the, when the football coach here left and went there, he went with them. And I asked Coach Decatur if he was happy he went, and he didn't even hesitate. He said 100%. I said, really? That surprised me. Why? And he said, because in, in Moore County, which is where I live, he said, you could take football away and those kids would all be okay. Over here, they need us. And that, that stuck in my heart. And then when this came open, I was like, you know, I want to be there where those kids right. need me. And for, right. like, I'm already in communication with Central Carolina Community College to establish a scholarship that one of the kids from the broadcasting class could get a scholarship to go to community college and broadcasting, and it would be a, a, a way out, an avenue out. And uh, I'm very excited about all that, even though, you know, that's how I ended up on the show is asking you guys about how to do stuff like this. That's awesome. What I don't know is, is fills volumes, but uh, I, I do know I can help the kids and, and uh, whether it's with the Bible or with broadcasting, uh, right. I, it's a way out. So. All right. I think so too. I agree. You're going to, you're going to have some tough days, but I think you're going to love it. And, and they're going to love you. And yeah, exactly. You're a kind of guy that uh, attracts yeah. people and there's a lot about being positive and, and, and in having that attraction in the sense of your messages of one of, of helping people. And that's what it comes down to. And I think the more that the young people realize that, it, you know, you can watch things and see things and they're not what you really, they really are. They're not what they seem, but you, yeah. they can be a little more grounded about things. Um, and maybe they take a simpler approach, but they right. use technology to do it. You know, I have an iPhone, but I don't have a Lamborghini. I don't give right. a shite about a Lambo or living in a big house because that stuff's, you know, forced on us, I think, as a, as a society. Right. So I think I think bringing kids back around. I may is, is I may really only make critical. it one it day as a Bible time to get teacher here because my very first my lesson plan talking about but, the book of Genesis, um, the anyway. Hebrew word I, I for see. Genesis, meaning like beginning, is is bear sheet. 
the you, you look at the word and it just looks like bear shit. And it's yeah. like, I might lose it right then. The kids might lose it right then. And my career may be bear over. Sheep. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I plan to embrace that and just say, all right. Let's no, get they'll love it. Let's laugh they'll laugh their asses off and they'll be like, laugh. yeah, this guy, is, this is cool. Because you yeah. got to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. I think that's great. I, I, I believe that we're going to come out a lot of things and we're going to still struggle with others as we always have. But I think there's always a, a greater good, a positive in the world. I think we're have struggles and we just need to give up on being negative and uh, not be yeah. overly optimistic, but just decent to each other as we always should have been. And I think Thank faith you. and religion are going to play a huge part in this maybe hopefully. And, uh, um, I think what you're doing is great and I, I'm glad you're in our lives and I'm glad we can do this podcast. I, I'm glad I can impart some wisdom or knowledge to other podcasters. Cause I'm really a neophyte. Um, I still, me and Bob have been kind of doing still this have the, ad hoc uh, a little bit and signed contracts and you figure I, things Watkins. out as you go. So Mike's one of our best listeners. April Fool's Day and you did fulfill that. So, uh, yeah, there's hope. Oh, geez. Here comes we probably should. That, that's a shame that that went away. But yeah, we'd have to have. I it, need like, to do that again. Maybe we should have another April Fool's Day in Southern Pines. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really I'd good be down idea. for that. That might be. We're at a point we need more road. Hey, trips. I got a big house. Come on down. Me and yeah. Bobby more road trips. Exactly. <laughs> right, Bobby? please, please. Our Merry kids. Christmas, you guys. Yep, we're coming. So, we're coming, right. brother. Listen, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the best. Merry Christmas. I'm yeah. gonna uh, stop hey, you bet here when I hit stop. Next time, next time, you, I, next time I'm on, I'll use the new setup. Do some fancy uh, free. So thank you so much for doing this, Any, yeah. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. Right. You're gonna yeah. Be yeah, 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 yeah. So cool and solid. Awesome. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye.